Well, that was feisty of a Sunday evening. Welcome back to a brand new week and a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by Dyson. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight is Miss Emer McLeisett. You know we have lots to discuss, so let's get stuck in. with a bang to Australian Islanders. Who saw it coming? We did. We said it on Thursday night. Joining me for her first episode of Brand New Series, <laughs> Eva ah, Reck Lyson. Two months of Love How- Island is coming up. How is that? Wow. How is it two months? I know. I know. I saw, was it Emma Kelly tweeted, like, this won't be over until near Paddy's Day. And I was like, violence. That is absolutely oh, violent. God, the it's just... Person. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, how are we back here? Why are we, why are we back here? I'm here for you, Orla. <laughs> I honestly, when I text you, I was like, Eva's not going to be watching. She's going to have more sense than this. She's not going to be watching. And you were like, I'm there. I was like, brilliant. Okay, great. Let's get into it again. Let's do now, it. Now that I've watched the first week, I'm like, okay, let's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start to unpack. Um, thoughts so far. Obviously, viewing figures are pretty bismal, but yeah. thoughts as a longtime viewer, how do you think it's faring so far? I, think, I mean, the first weeks are always bad mm. because nobody knows each other. They're all doing that excruciating flirting that I find very hard to watch. That like, yeah, I'm for someone to match my banter, like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to watch. Um, so, like, I think the first weeks go, like, it's not particularly any worse than any other first week. Um, Promising. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> because Twitter has taken a nosedive just generally, I think that's probably hurting things a lot because I would yeah. be on Twitter a lot looking at the Love Island hashtag. I haven't tweeted about it once because... Yeah. I just don't... I just, Maybe the chat is there. I don't know, but I... Don't know. I'm just not. No, that's actually true. I feel like the fun has gone out of Twitter, obviously, for its own reasons over the last few months. And maybe the space, maybe the space isn't as populated as it normally is because people aren't loving the platform as much as they used to. Yeah, yeah, it could be. And also, I know, I think you talked about it maybe with Fanula the other night. It was like the fact that it's winter and we're watching these people you know, laying around. Enjoy themselves. (laughs) Like we're we're happier to sit in on a summer's night and watch yeah. the violent VR to just watch it when we're sitting on the couch anyway it's it it's doesn't make sense what's going on in our brains but I found it hard to watch them now at the pool party and none of them getting into the pool and I was like oh You're come here wasting it the girls are like I'm not ruining the fit and I'm like I get it right I get that you've created this look and this vibe and the hair is done and all but I'm like get in the water wearing, you're wearing a literal swimsuit get in the water get in in the fucking water stop it it's roasting get in the water I just can't I remember um, I was a bridesmaid as a, at a wedding and I was supposed to get a spray tan but it would have meant I couldn't go in the pool it was a, a yeah. wedding I couldn't go in the pool and I was like not get the chance sorry you'll <laughs> take my pasty ass as it is <laughs> that's so fucking fair like that's fair how often are you going to be under the sun jumping in the pool well these guys probably for the next eight weeks but like get in the water like stop it and I wouldn't mind if it was like just sometimes they can't get in because they need to have their mic backs on they're having conversations and you're like Grant all the lads having great time with the inflatables like just having the fucking time of their lives girlies absolutely not we will dive in because we have a good bit to get through tonight we picked up at the top of this episode cast your mind back do you remember David poor David is gone everyone is missing him it's 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 sad times. I caught the very top of Love Island after Sun there just before we started, and 
he looks like there is a gun to his back to participate <laughs> in it. He looks miserable to be there, like not at all impressed. Oh, so um, just so forgettable, such a blip. And like by no fault of his own, he just he went for for someone who just wasn't going to budge. And the timing was so short. He will be that person at summer. We're like, who was David? Um, the couples are kind of breathing a sigh of relief at the top of the episode. They're all kind of pairing off to have a little bit of a debrief. Tanya is telling Shaq that she really, really likes him and the feelings are getting stronger for her. And she wants him to know how much that she likes him when she gave her speech. Shaq is saying, you definitely have shown me how much you care. It's still early and we've got the rest of our lives together. And they're kind of laughing and skitting about that because they're such funny fuckers. Oh my God. Shaq is like, I'm here to find a girlfriend and see that potential. And I see that potential in you and I don't want to let anybody take you away from me. Um, um, over somewhere else Harris and Olivia are having a chat Harris is saying your speech was perfect I was 99% sure that it was going to be me and then I was a little bit worried but you were looking at me and smirking so I was hopeful Olivia was saying she was happy to be in a couple with him um, but she's saying I don't want to cuddle you yet and Harris is like come on I want to cuddle and he's like me and you suit best uh, Olivia saying we look good together and I want to learn more and delve deep do they do they do they Emer? do they he's the youngest she's the oldest and I can't remember the row that him and Shaq had a few nights ago and yeah. Shaq was like everyone thinks you're immature everyone would say it and he was like stop trying to dad me a they've just glossed over that everyone's forgotten yeah it. totally evaporated like if Shaq went so far, I, I think Shaq was a bit over the top during that fight. Like he was like, everyone thinks it. Like if I was Harris, I'd be like, everyone hates me. Oh my God. But he seems to have yeah. enough. But like if he's as immature as Shaq is making out and Olivia's the oldest and acts older, how are they a good couple? Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna lead as I mean to go on with honesty here. I don't trust Olivia. Olivia is playing a game. Olivia has watched this show and she knows the platform she's getting out of it. My thoughts are as follows. Go on. She thinks she can control Harris because he is young and immature. And I think she's well able to use the assets that she has at her disposal to control certain people, i.e. men. And I think Harris, I don't think she's any interest in him. I think she finds him attractive, but I don't think she's any interest in him. But she wants to elevate herself to a position of A, safety, so by keeping him close, but B, narratively like interesting. So all this like bullshit fighting with Zara and all of this like back and forth about being mugged off air quotes with Tom. It's all nonsense. It's just totally farce. Like it's non-existent stuff that has happened. And I just think... She's playing a game and we have to recognize, I know everyone was sending it to me this weekend, the commenting back and forth between Olivia and Zara on Instagram years past. If anyone hasn't seen the screenshots, they're all over Twitter. Um, I know Fanula actually shared them the other night as well. I don't know, they might be in her Love Island highlight if you want to skip through. And I'm just like, conspiracy theory, are Zara and Olivia creating a narrative for screen time? Yes. I'm just going to out there. This I is just... the first I've, I've heard of them commenting back and forth and I'm instantly feel myself rising to Olivia's defense. <laughs> okay, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Olivia first came in. I, I knew nothing about her. And I said, Olivia, historically iconic. Historically <laughs> Her namesake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olivia Atwood, in my eyes, the best Love Islander ever. Yeah, arguably. Yeah. And I get an Olivia Atwood vibe 
off Olivia. Now, whether she's putting it on or not, it's too early to tell. I mm. have thought there, there was various times. There was one time today with Tom where like she stood up and walked away from him and he was like, are you leaving? And she was like, yeah. I thought that was complete bull. Like she was definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Zara thing, if they had been, you know, internet friends before this, it could be that she can't believe that her little internet friend is being a bitch. Her, her little internet <laughs> friend. They're not 14 on MSN either. Like, her little internet friend. <laughs> like, it could be that she's like, I thought we were friends. Because that <laughs> has been quite a bit sure. Do you like, think she's been a bitch? She's really rubbed it in about Tom a few times. Like, she did it with... Wow. Showing his, you know, that he really likes me when after the recoupling on Friday night, was it like she was practically sitting on his knee at the fire pit after they recoupled? Like she was clinging on to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On tonight's episode, when she was talking about how well they got on in bed, like she was really rubbing it in. Yeah. And there was no tact whatsoever going on there. So I don't know, which I maybe you're right. I could be proved wrong, but I'm not giving up on Olivia just yet. <laughs> I just think like I totally see where you're coming from and, may, and maybe this will I think once we see the next couple of episodes especially given the tomorrow night preview we saw tonight I think we'll get a lot more context into it to kind of where their um what their motivation is for this kind of bickering but like I wonder from my point of view I'm like is Zara just being a little bit more blunt now because she's like Olivia everything I've been told is that he wants to get to know me. You've been saying you wanted to get to know someone else. And now all of a sudden you're planting all of the blame of this new situation with me, even though Tom made that decision as well. And I'm wondering, is she just being a little bit firm for that reason alone? Just to be like, give us a little bit of space. Like we are entitled to get to know each other as much as you are entitled to get to know him and Harris. I don't know. There's something about Olivia that I feel is a game player. And right now it's not the kind of game playing that I'm really enjoy that I really enjoy. So I want to see her play a bit smarter because I think at the minute she's just kind of taking swings and it's like and then I just think Zara has no other story other than this and I feel like then she's going to be a victim of just being involved in like this kind of bickering yeah I do think Olivia is a more interesting character than Zara oh yeah yeah for I'm sure much more interested long term what's going on with Olivia than with Zara but um yeah it, it will be interesting to see I don't know i I remember, I remember when public sentiment towards Olivia Atwood turned and suddenly everyone was like, oh, I love her. After hating her and hating her for weeks. Yeah. I don't know, is she going to try and go down that route? Um, I mean, am I just basing this on, you know, just because her name? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Look, we've had worse theories on this show. Someone suggested Jack Keating should come back. So like, there's been worse ideas. Oh, him and Will could just listen together like two Twilight I know you're are you weak for Will? Uh, not sexually, no. <laughs> you just want to take him in like a stray animal or something and care for him. I do love an underdog. I just feel a bit sorry for him. Like he really there's I just can't see it happening. No. <laughs> I just don't yeah. I don't no. know if this is the environment for him, the poor soul, you know. It's not. I, I think he, he popped up on my TikTok for you page like maybe ages and ages ago and I was just like no not for me but like <laughs> get out of here farm talk get out of here. I do love farm talk but um just don't know if he has the chat to pull any of those girls I think yeah like no no yeah so and it's a I'm shame because he's he's actually he's grown on me in that he is 
very funny like that that thing on Friday night where they're all sat up and he was like we shouldn't go to bed angry I'm sad that we all didn't get along (laughs) we fought we didn't get along that was brilliant like he's so funny and I think it's just a shame that there's I'm not seeing the flip side of that coin which is like I'm a really like flirtatious person which look in the real world Will's brand of flirting is likely very successful in Love Island when you're up against four or five other guys who are putting on the like the real charm and the like oh you look good today and all that fucking shite he just looks like class clown and I just don't know if that's gonna like you say keep him there in a romantic couple you know it's hard to imagine him being properly romantic with someone and yes I'd love to see him turn a page and you know find someone he really likes I, I don't know if you managed to watch Unseen Bits last night. I didn't. I watched it because I always think it's where the best of Love Island is. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you love that. Go on, tell me what happened. It was pretty boring. There, was, there, wasn't, <laughs> much, there wasn't much going on. But I did make a note that um, Will was reminding me of Frank Spencer. Do you know who Frank Spencer is? No. So he is, he was in this um, sitcom in the 70s called Some Mothers Do Have Him. And he had this really funny <laughs> way about him. And he used to say, oh, Betsy, the cat's done a whoopsie, my beret. Oh my God. <laughs> That's who Will reminds me of. I used to watch it with my dad and I was like, that's Frank Spencer. <laughs> Sorry, this is the most niche. <laughs> I do recognize his face, but I don't think I've ever heard someone say, ooh, whoopsie. That's still a whoopsie, my beret. <laughs> wow, okay. Will, what, what big shoes to fill. I was like, he is like Frank Spencer. Anyone <laughs> else getting that vibe? Slide into the DMs and let us know. Um, we are middle to late age getting the fight. <laughs> <laughs> we saw tonight Lana pulling Tanyel for a chat off the back of the recoupling. Obviously, Tanyel picked Ron. There was a bit of controversy about this on social media over the weekend, whether Tanyel is backstabbing Lana or whether or not. Lads, we're early days. There's no backstabbing as of yet. Like, let's keep it civil. Lana is saying it's not nice. You're like my best mate in here, so it just feels a bit shit. We, me and Ron have been happy, and now you're coupled up, and I need you to be super transparent if you are feeling it, but you must be feeling it already if you picked him. Tanyella is saying, yes, I know. Our conversations have only ever been us getting to know each other, but I want to get to know him a little bit better. Lana is saying, the only thing that would hurt me would be that if things were going on behind my back. And they're like, but I love you, babe, and I love you, babe. And Tanyella is saying, like, I just hope you never hate me. I'm like yikes Tanyella's like I hope you never hate me like because I'm going to do stuff that's probably going to piss you off like Tanyella's like I know that we're having this cute chat about boundaries and stuff but hon boundaries don't exist this is love island like Tanyella's about to bulldoze down those walls and be like I'm here sorry like I'm I'm not convinced Tanyella has a soul (laughs) I'm just like just Tanyella thinks she's just going to flow through the season even though that was a big move to pick Ron like that was kind of a good bit of tactic yeah. I just feel like she kind of sits back into it then and she's like yeah whatever or maybe we're when, just not seeing it when she did it I was like yeah okay great this is Act a great I was I was then going back and I was like mm, this feels a little bit set up and I feel like maybe they knew anyway it happened I really like Lana she has yeah. she is very she, she seems very mature and yeah. she's not really I mean she didn't throw a shit fit when no chose Ron and she could have quite easily she is seems really nice everyone seems to like her she's beautiful to look at not that that means better personality but like I just really like her 
Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I think the way she handled this on both sides was totally fair. Like there was no different treatment for Tanyelle versus Ron. She didn't hold it against Tanyelle over Ron. Like she was very clear with both of them. And like, like you say, didn't feel, I think she felt she was clear about how it hurt her and that it was like, I want to get to know him, but I didn't feel like she was trying to be territorial in any way, you know? Like, I just think she was real mature about it. And, but then I wonder, I wonder if down the line that's going to get a bit boring, you know? Like, Tanyelle, if we get one rogue action out of her once a week, it's still probably more rogue stuff than I feel we're going to get from Lana, you know? They're all just kind of floating around shrugging and you're just like, okay, well, (laughs) let's see what happens. Who knows? The Tanyelle and Kai thing. Yeah. Like, on Unseen Bits, they showed a good bit more of them chatting. Okay. Sort of good bit of them chatting and like kind of flirting and kind of like having really kind of bait like they were talking about would you eat your own piss or shite and <laughs> <laughs> let it be in the main show come on to fuck yeah. are you joking no <laughs> fuck's sake Honestly, we had to see Will do his little catwalk but they couldn't show these two having like a formative chat about whether they'd eat urine or shit yeah and she was eating at the time and it was like whoa she's got a stomach up still <laughs> <laughs> does she have a soul who knows <laughs> no soul, but, um yeah so i i was confused by the kai and tanyelle thing because i was like does she hate him do they hate yeah him? Come on, i don't know what's going on um but i think I think she does. They do like each other. And now tonight he was like, oh, I'm kind of wishing I was back in bed with her. Yeah. Anna May did have me nodding off, but. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kai seems more fearful of Tanyelle. But then I think it was like, so Anna May and Kai had their first conversations after cobbling up and Anna May is saying that she's feeling very good and that it was obviously hard to do it, but it was the right thing. And Kai is saying that I felt so sorry for you, but I'm happy that we're together. I'm going to be sharing a bed and you know he's talking about like oh we're going to have pillow talk and asking her does she snore and she's like no but I take up so much of the bed and I was like right tuning out this conversation it's not going anywhere interesting Um, and I'm wondering if it was just like the element of the chase because it seems pretty quickly that he's like bit jealous of Ron with Tanya like really kind of missing that fucking like fear like constant fear of being with her and upsetting her like Maybe maybe the shit and piss talk really won him over. Like maybe he was like, oh, is she just gonna turn silently and press the button? Then Kai's just gonna vanish into a pit of despair. It's like <laughs> she, I already know what she's doing. She just <laughs> yeah. I, maybe maybe the grass. Maybe Kai is one of those guys like the grass is always greener. You know, like maybe. I feel like Ron is one of those guys as well. <laughs> <laughs> Lana is having a chat with Will. They are now in a couple. Um, Will is joking that they're now the favourite couple and saying that he's buzzing he can't lie uh, and he wants to say thank you because it's such a difficult situation and then he's asking her how she feels about the Tanya and Ron coupling Lana is saying there's obviously something there they have something but I just don't know what it is I need to speak to Ron but I know that they've been flirty Will is saying it couldn't have worked out much better for me Um, so absolute result Lana is in the beach up being like it's interesting because I know that Will has been pursuing it but I don't think we have that connection that I'm looking for and I want to make it clear to him that this is not what I want from from our coupling Um, poor Will I mean I think we're going to hear this quite a few times throughout this series Um, Anime and Olivia are having a chat and Olivia is saying I'm happy with this chance now to see or to get to know Harris better 
we get on and have fun. We do gravitate towards each other, but there's still something there with Tom. Uh, Ron then comes over and sits down and Olivia says, I'm really happy to be with, with Harris. It's a long time coming and I want to explore it. But there's just one comment from Zara that stuck in my head. And that was when Zara said, this boy has made his feelings very clear during the recoupling. And Ron is like, oh, I knew you'd pick up on that. And Ron says, I have a feeling she's playing a very different game to the rest of us. Olivia's in the beach and she's saying, I'm happy for Tom. She had to do what she had to do. We obviously saw in the preview, which we'll get to in a minute, Ron kind of comes to the defense of Olivia, which is curious because only yesterday Ron was like, Zara's a bit of me. And now he's like, she's a game player. Oh, and poor just... Ron. Ron has whiplash and Ron has given me whiplash. Yeah, yeah, the... yeah. I have written, wrote down a few notes. Ron is great. <laughs> <laughs> and then further on, I'm like, Ron, what are you doing? Like, he. <laughs> Uh, Ron. Uh, Ron. <laughs> How do we spell that now? Are we talking like an E W W or like a U G H? Oh, I do like an ugh. That would be like ugh, Ron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have an ugh, Ron here somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just Ron is what bothers me with Ron, and we spoke about this on Thursday with Fanula a little bit. Is I don't mind him playing the game, but what I don't like is that he's he's like giving a different slice of the story to everyone he's talking to. Like he's telling Lana one thing, then he's telling Tanya a slight different version. He's telling us a slight different version. And I, and then he tries to pretend as if he's being super honest and transparent. So he's like to Tanya, you know, like I'll tell you and I'll be the first one to let you know and all this kind of stuff. They have their chat um, shortly after this. And he's saying, you know, it's not ideal. The conversations I've had with Tanyelle, uh, don't come close to what I have with you, but just, because I'm sharing a bed with someone doesn't mean anything changes. I still want to get to know you. Um, Lana is saying, it's not the best situation. It's a bit sore. You don't have to play it down. If there is something, I'm a big girl. I just want to know if there's something there that you want to get, like, explore further. He says here, I think in this conversation, he's not fussed on Danielle at all. Like, he's at like, all. not interested. And I I was like, oh, really? I thought he probably was a bit interested. Like, yeah. Because the conversation we saw with them was a Friday night or Thursday night was definitely flirty like it was definitely and what he was saying in the beach hut was telling us that he wants to have more of them he's in the beach hut tonight saying it's definitely put a spanner in the works I know where I am and I want to stay true to my mission which is exploring Lana but I just don't know if that's I don't know if Ron thinks he's playing a smarter game than maybe he is. I think Ron is afraid of getting into like a Jake and Liberty situation where he's like coupled up from the first week and that's and he feels stuck then and it ends very badly for him. And it was kind of similar with Jax and who was who was his Paige. Paige. Was yeah. Kind of a similar situation. More so with Jake and Liberty. Because Jake yeah. is like, oh, I really fancy everyone, but I can't, I'm stuck with Liberty now and I can't really. So I feel like yeah. Rob's afraid of doing that with Lana. Um yeah. he'd want he need like it's gotta get back to all of them, obviously, yeah. especially Lana. And she's gonna blow up. I hope she. I hope she does as well. And like, and I do think, and I've said this a couple of times now. I like both Lana and Ron as individual islanders. I don't know if they're right to be in a couple, but I just don't want Ron to fall into the bad guy trap so early on because he's just not confident of the game that he's playing. And I, I totally agree. I think initially he was like, get in a couple, get safe. And I think Lana was there. He did like her. Whereas now he's like, oh, but I don't want to be too safe. And there's also going to be all these people coming in. And I want to be a person who's out there making moves and stuff. But I yeah. think he's struggling to find that balance of, you know, how open do I stay while also keeping Lana 
as an option. And that's not to diminish any feelings he might have towards her, but I think he's kind of, he's yeah. just not being very clear. And I can see Lana blowing up at him because that seems to be a big thing for her. It's just like transparency and being upfront. And she's given yeah. them both that opportunity. Yeah. And I mean, later, we'll probably talk about it later. Later in the episode, he's turned again. He's like, whoa, oh, Danielle, you definitely, oh, I want to be all over her. And you're like, just so bizarre. Like, you know, we only seeing an hour out of 24 hours. So we don't, you know, we don't see yeah. what's going on. And they must spend a lot of time together, chat. Like, what else are yeah. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what else are you possibly doing but talking to each other? Yeah, with stupid conversations. Um, Zara and Tom are up on the terrace after getting together. Zara is seen, saying that she feels a bit settled now after yesterday, and that wasn't fun. Um, but today has been a good day. Tom is like, I'm just genuinely really excited to get to know you and want to get you to want you to get to know me. Sarah saying it's less pressure now. Just keep doing what we're doing and getting to know each other a little bit better. Tom is like doing some intense eye contact, clearly signaling, I want to kiss you. And Zara then is like, what? Oh my God, what? What's so funny? Like what? Like Zara, right. I, it's been a long time since I claimed to be straight. And even I know what this guy is after. Come on now. And just, just partake, partake take if you'd I like um once she said i've never gone for a guy with blue eyes and i was like what kind of a thing is that to say like if it- they come out with this bollocks don't they like so like, it's like she was talking to a guy for three hours and he was wearing sunglasses and she was like i think this might be the love of my life he took off his sunglasses and his eyes were blue and she was like <laughs> you've lied to me Tom. No, this is built on a lie <laughs> <laughs> they're having this fun weird back and forth about colors and stuff he's not arsed he's like yeah mine are brown yours are blue whatever like they're just not arsed and then zara is like what what and then in fairness she leans in for the kiss they have a proper smooch mics for everyone who was messaging me saying they were delighted that the mics have been cut for kissing scenes sorry tonight was yeah it was back to full volume tonight the shack and tanya i think the first one was was way quieter i I don't know i have written shack and tanya mouth sounds oh tonight yeah but their first ever kiss this series was like so everyone was like oh i think the producers have finally listened no they were fucking with y'all um tonight when because shaq and tanya were like the first couple we really saw chatting tonight before they ever kissed i was like their mouth their mouth sounds are too loud they were like (laughs) like just talking i was like oh their mouth sounds i hate that when you can hear like people spit moving around their mouth when they're talking like just swallow it down like a decent human being like just stop oh god um olivia comes and joins the fun with zara and tom on the balcony and asks to speak to olivia briefly um and then tom heads downstairs zara is saying you seem kind of buzzing i'm so happy for you about your situation paris olivia is like i feel like there's still a bit of tension between me and you i feel like you've come in and come for me which i just think is such a harsh yeah, I, I think that's really exaggerated, like of what Sarah has done. She's like, after last night, um, which was the two-faced beer pong thing that happened on Friday, and then going for the guy that I'm coupled up with and making the comment about um he's made his feelings clear. Zara said, Well, he said that to me. That's just what he said to me. I don't know if what he said to you, but that is absolutely true of what he's told me. Olivia said, He said he was more interested in you than me, like just to clarify. And Zara says, Yeah, I get how it comes across, but that's just what happened. I didn't mean to hurt you with the- by saying that. Did we ever see him saying that? I don't remember seeing him say that, but 
maybe we saw him say that he he would prefer to stay in Zara's bed tonight than Olivia's. We also oh, heard yeah. him say that he didn't want to cuddle or kiss with Olivia because that would be giving her the wrong idea. So while uh, I don't know if he said these exact words, but I definitely think he did vocalize something that gave yeah. like I yeah I think she's portraying it pretty honestly. Um, Olivia then says this all seems a bit fake to me. Zara is like, look, you're quite reserved and you, you know, you've said you don't want to cuddle on a first whatever. And also maybe you weren't showing your affection and that's fair. But maybe he read that as you weren't interested. Olivia says, what does he expect me to do? Act like a married couple. Zara says, some people take that as you're not interested. And he's definitely taken it like that. And that's not to say what you've done is wrong, but that's potentially how he's taken it. And Olivia says, well, that's personal between me and him. And that's none of your business. If he's telling you that and then telling me, that he really cares about me, this is a problem. And again, I just think here, like Olivia was asking Zara to clarify what Tom had said. And then as soon as Zara clarified, Olivia's like, well, that's none of your business. It's like, I think she's trying to, I think she's trying to explain to you potentially where this went wrong. And Olivia is just taking it as an attack. And I also just feel like the way Zara's being so like, oh, hon, that's not my, oh my God, no, that's not my intention. It just, it just feels, it doesn't feel natural. Oh, the cat yeah. is back. Great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Zara has been very kind of quick to give in to Olivia and just be like, look, that's not, you know, it's not what I meant. Yeah. We saw in coming up tomorrow night. That's, she's going to stop that pretty soon. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't, I still, I still, I still have a little bit of, bit of my, my, uh, my love is still in Olivia's corner, I think. Yeah. Just, I'm not ready to give up on her just yet. That's fine, Emer. We're five episodes in. You're totally entitled to need more time to make a decision. Zara is in the beach saying, Liv came at me as if I came at her, so I fought back. And I think that was the energy I felt from that. I wanna see I wanna see Olivia park this because she just looks, in my opinion, she looks silly for all this. I just think she looks like for the one who's like, Oh, I'm the oldest here and I'm so mature and I'm looking for a mature guy and I'm not looking for games. She's the only one playing games. She's the only one. Like, it's just, I don't know. And then Zara's coming off so soft. I'm like, yeah. I I do think Olivia's kind of, I'm the oldest here. I know everything act is going to, is going to wear on the other Islanders. Yeah. Because there's even a bit of unseen bits where there was like a fly, you know, the usual, they're running away from wasps or whatever. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, oh girls, just sit down and stay still. And it won't, like just being a bit of a know-it-all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no one likes that now. Nobody wants. To- <laughs> Let's rein that in. <laughs> yeah, you're not fun to be around when you're like this, Olivia. I just, yeah, I feel it's a bit. Um, I saw someone tweet like she has such main character syndrome, and I really feel it from her. Like she, I think, I think she really sees herself as like the epicenter of the story at the minute, and it's like, but you're not. Like it's so early for you to be kind of commanding that space. Um, I, and I want to get to a place where I really enjoy it, but right now it's not like super fun to watch because I just think it's all a bit pointless yeah true. it's reality tv isn't it all absolutely pointless um Tom then pulls Olivia for a chat and it kind of escalates Olivia he's like are you all right and she's like I'm not okay just a couple of things I've been told and he's like go on and she's oh well just a couple of things like if you're gonna have it out have it out don't be like asking him to beg you to tell him yeah she's saying she's telling Tom what Zara said about things he had told her um, she's saying, you know, Zara said maybe we're not compatible and that you're leaning way more towards her. And Tom is like, I didn't say way more. And Libby's like, well, she said way more. 
And again, I'm like, did she? And does it, if she said way or not way, is that what we're going to hinge this on? Like, it's not a strong footing to have in an argument. Um, Thomas saying, like, to be totally honest, we definitely had a bit of an instant connection and I'm definitely vibing with her. And Olivia then says, I feel mugged off. She totally shuts down. Tom is like, what? Why do you feel mugged off? And she starts to get up and walk away. And he's like, are you just going to walk away? And she totally ignores him, like doesn't say a word. And I'm just like, that was a bit much. That was a bit much. I yeah. just... And you could tell by his face, he was like, oh, couldn't give a shit. Like, no, couldn't give a shit. And if there was any, like, shred of interest left, I think she just burned it away because he was just like, oh, fuck this. Like, it's not... This doesn't deserve... It just wasn't proportionate to what had gone down. It just felt so weird. And they've been coupled up for, like, three days or something. Like, when did he come in? I don't know. I yeah. And didn't he say to her after they coupled up, like, you've taken a step back, which she has. Like, as soon as they got together, it was like she stopped grafting. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, that's just not me. I'm just not full on. It's like, but you were full on yesterday before he was coupled up with you. Like, it's fair for him to be like, why are you now being so standoffish? Like, I feel like he's communicated with her that, like, he feels yeah. like you're not interested. Yeah. Yeah, he has. I mean, he. I mean, I don't know much about Tom. I don't know <laughs> Tom, but he has. I mean, the little bits yeah. that he's done, that's what he... I, I'm kind of, like perturbed by the fact that she's never had a relationship because she seems like the type of girl who would get into very kind of toxic relationships yeah. and yeah. hot and but I mean she's never had a boyfriend so it's like well, what's going on there none of them not, seem to have had boyfriends or girlfriends I'm not saying that you have to have to have had a boyfriend by the time you're 27 but she just seems like the type yeah who would have always had a boyfriend do, do we need to factor COVID maths into this as well of like two years yeah two years isolating she's maybe out of college and then she's I don't know like there's definitely time there still to have a bit of a remember all the maths maths we had to do with Gemma last year I cannot revisit that conversation I'm just glad even though they're all still childish as fuck I'm all just glad they're well above legal age you know that's just all I'm grateful for 21 I was glad that they're a little bit older this time like yeah a couple of years yeah all the difference but they're keeping the window nice and narrow as well like it's 21 to like 26 27 which means you don't have any of those conversations of like oh we're probably not like we're a bit too you know much of a gap like everyone's kind of fair game because they're all kind of there thereabouts you know um it's bedtime and people are getting ready for bed while that's going on ron and lana are having a quick like pre-sleep cuddle he's telling lana that she helps him sleep and he's worried about how he how he'll sleep tonight spoiler he does just fine Lana is telling Tanya up in the dressing room that she better be dressed PG Olivia is telling Tanya that Tom mugged her off and Tanya then is like what oh my god what it's like Tanya just wait till you hear context Tom is telling the boys that he kissed Zara the boys are like shook Ron is telling Lana to put her trousers on when she comes downstairs to get into bed Danielle, not too impressed by that. Um, night cam goes on. Zara is like eyes wide open, wide awake. A uh, couple of smooches going on between Zara and Tom and Tanya and Shaq. But it's Ron and Danielle that are grabbing the attention because they're laughing and like, like pillow fighting. Very and- annoying. Very annoying. Oh, I felt for Lana here because she was like wide awake. They're like right across from her. Again, she showed great maturity and not saying anything. She just sucked yeah. up and, you know, gone on with this. And- yeah. Handled herself well, I thought. Yeah. One thing that it, that I do, I'm finding difficult with Lana is every time her name is said, 
I keep thinking of um, Too Hot to Handle. Have you I, ever- know. <laughs> I know. I know. Anna is the, the robot voice in Too Hot to Handle. He's like, somebody's made a mistake or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm better with Lana than the Tanyelle Tanya thing. That to me. I wish one of them had the good grace to be like, oh, but people call me Tan. Yeah. I'm like, grand. Because yeah. it's like, it's so annoying. Very so annoying. annoying. Although it's um, maybe better than them both being called Tanya. That would be that would be very difficult. Actually, arguably, but then we'd probably have like Tanya R and Tanya M, like they do on The Bachelor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's morning time. <laughs> Danielle is boasting about waking up after having the best sleep ever. Um, before the girls and the boys head off for their debrief, um, they're all kind of grabbing their bits in the kitchen, um. And Lana is telling the girls that her night was quiet, but she woke up with a face like a slap. And she says to Tanyelle, you lot cackling all night was doing my nut in. And I was like, you know what, Lana, fair play to you for just saying yeah. it. Like not yeah. letting it build, not creating this bigger story. Just being really honest about the fact that like it was fucking annoying listening to the two of you's laugh last night. And she's quite masterful in the way that she says it. There's no like malice or not. Like, no. No confrontation in it. Like, like I feel like if it was Olivia saying that, there would be a very different vibe to it. Yeah. She just says it. And it's like, yeah, okay. It felt like actually friends being like, you were pissing me off last night with the way you were being. You know, like it felt very natural. Um, Ron then enters and brings Lana her tea, which obviously is a big, rich violent villa. It's very much a sign. It turns my stomach. I can't. I can't with them traipsing up the stairs with their little tea. Oh. Thinking they're fucking great young lads and that their parents have raised them right. I often miss the good old days of Love Island before there were all these like rituals and rules. Yeah. Because there's so many of them now. Yeah. Even the way they talk and the can I grab you and can I t-? like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Be more messy. I miss when it was messy. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. even like even it felt a little bit contrived, but even like when the do bit when Wes and all started the do bit society. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did feel it did feel like organized TV fun, but it still yeah. felt very authentic. Whereas now it's just like you know what they're gonna come up with in the week or oh, so, like prepare yourselves for some kind of fucking index of language that they're gonna use for all the sexual bits. Um, oh, what was it? Yeah, and so one of the other girls, I can't remember which, they were it kind of it did seem to happen quite naturally, but they were because Tom is a footballer. They, it was her and Lana it was her and Lana because Tom was a footballer she was like oh I don't know which team I'm going to pick am I going to go for Tom FC or Harris F- or yeah Harris FC and the funniest thing was that, La- that Lana said I can't believe we're using football aneurysms <laughs> <laughs> I think she meant analogies <laughs> which will be football oh. aneurysms she did kind of go, that's not quite right. And the other girl, no. Where would you get content like this other than on Love Island? Like, come on. Scene bits. Come on, scene bits. It is. But yeah, it's coming, isn't it? It's going to be all that kind of bollocks again this year. So annoying. Um, but yeah, the tea is being brought. Ron delivers it to Lana. Um, and Tanyelle is saying, oh, look, we were just talking like it was just whatever. Tanya is then saying that Shaq was getting very excited in bed last night when they were chatting, which she said a couple of times. Shaq then enters and gives her her tea as well. Uh, downstairs with the boys, Tom is saying, I can't complain with Zara in my bed. We had a little kiss. Um, and then he like demonstrates 
demonstrates on like he he goes to demonstrate on Ron and then does absolutely nothing. He's like, Ron, take off your glasses, and then he does absolutely nothing with Ron to show us kind of what happened. Um, Zara is saying she had a really good night. It was just really natural. We clicked. He kissed me on the terrace. There's been lots of sexual chemistry. I had to put a pillow between us, um, but he doesn't want to hurt anyone. But I'm telling him that that's the game in here. And I do agree. Here is where I think she was being a little bit like, I think Olivia needed to know about the kissing, but I just, I think she could have been like, yeah, we had a cheeky kiss. It was nice. And just left it there because I think that was all that she really needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Olivia was going to go off a bit. Olivia just kind of went, oh, interesting. You know, good to know. But yeah. There's just this level of, Claim over time. Yeah. Calm down. Yes. Yeah. And she kind of looks at the girls like, okay, Zara. All right. Telling us those stories. It's like, you you just don't, even if you had been with him since the day you got in, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But you literally only just got together. Like there's no, and you've kept your options open. You haven't made a beeline for Tom. You haven't been all about Tom. Like it's fair game. Like I just don't anyway Harris is gassed he's telling the boys he had a great time uh Shaq is telling the lads that every time it's in bed and he's in bed with Tanya it gets very heated Ron is saying me and Tanya have a lot in common we have good chat and then the conversation is caught like super abruptly by production I was like I want to hear the end of that sentence there was a but coming right there was like a but coming and it just caught and it was like oh okay right they obviously don't want to that would have obviously given us a lot more context as to where his yeah, head is at. Yeah. They don't want to give it to us, but it was it was really like clearly good. Yeah. Um. Who have got Ron, Tom, and Kai are having a chat next, and Kai is saying that the recoupling has had him rethinking his th- his situation. He didn't even try and spoon anime last night. He says, and he is jealous of Tanyelle being in Ron's bed. Sorry, anime gives me a good laugh. <laughs> I just forget. I forget. She is I there. I love, though, how not bothered she is. Like, it's different to Tanyelle because Tanyelle is bothered. But, yeah. she, but like, she's not going to do much about it. She's just going to be like, yeah, and, yeah. you know, let the, let the drama yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas anime is just like, whatever. Do you know those memes every year where it's like, oh, they wandered in on an all-inclusive holiday or whatever. And it's like for anyone who's just vaguely not putting in effort. That's usually given to the Tanyelle of the world but anime is literally that person of like oh yeah I guess there's a recoupling tonight I don't know I'll see who I I don't know I'll see I'll get with it like she's not engaged and then we saw so much of her and Kai flirting and I was yeah. like seem to read these two boring <laughs> seem to really like each other like dead chat yeah and dead. Uh, they were just about to start talking about Harry Potter like it was we were so <laughs> probably have already and then suddenly he's like nah yeah but I think you were saying yeah, the thrill of the chase and now it's gone and he's like oh I want Tanyelle back she's going crack yeah and like maybe anime maybe anime's like brand of like boring chat is grand for a couple of hours here or there but maybe now he's in a couple he's like actually when you up that to four or five hours it's fucking boring like maybe he's like I'm just missing a, a bit more something um Ron is saying that Lana was questioning him uh, about his situation with Tanya and if that changes anything for them he's saying that he's not going to call Tanya but I am going to talk to her and if anything changes I'm going to let uh, Lana know straight away I feel like I'm putting so much into Lana and I don't want to lead her on in case someone else comes in mm-hmm. and I think he's trying to dress this up as like in case someone else comes in for her but like I think he's doing exactly what you say I think he he wants the safety of having someone there but I just don't think he wants to close himself off to other options he doesn't um, want to get 
stuck. He doesn't want to get stuck yeah. and be with her for weeks and weeks and weeks if he's not that into it. Yeah. I think um, a lot worse than Lana, to be quite honest. <laughs> absolutely. But like, don't get rid of Ron because I think he's a great hunter <laughs> as well. You know, I'm like, I want him to play this smart so that he doesn't get the boot because I, I like think he's Ron. really good. I like Ron and I fancy him too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ron. <laughs> Guy is saying, uh, he's saying, also, can I go for Tanyelle then? And Tom is saying, look, you got to be sure about anime first before you call it off, which I think is very solid advice from Tom because you won't be able to go back again if you cut it with her straight away. Um, Ron is saying, Tanyelle knows she needs to start giving Kai the little things. I don't know what that is, but apparently Ron does. Um, Harris and Olivia are having a chat. Uh, Harris is pulling out her stool. Um, Olivia is very impressed by this uh, display of yeah. gentlemanliness they are toasting to their first date Olivia is saying this is nice I'm impressed is this your first time you've made food for a girl um, Harris is saying no I've never done it before it's good to be an, an official couple um, Olivia is saying I think everyone saw my choice coming like she's very like oh everyone knew I was going to do I'm like is everyone that pressed about what you're going to do I don't know but she seems very aware of like oh well everyone knew that I was going to say this or do this and I don't know it just feels very I don't know, like yeah, performative or something. Sure, I buy her and Harris. At the no. start last week, I was like, "Oh, they they have they say they have a spark, and maybe they do." And he's a bit younger, and I don't know. But now I'm just like, no, yeah, see him. She simply can't. No, no, she simply can't. And that's no hate on Harris, who I vocalized that I don't like a whole pile. But like, I just don't like everything Olivia has told us. She likes about a guy is not Harris. <laughs> like it's just not him. And like, I just don't understand how she's trying to convince us that it is, that that's what she's after. Like, I think she's very much just biding her time with someone that she can kind of easily string along. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think possibly you're right. And he's like starry eyed about her and thinks she's beautiful and this. Yeah. 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 He's a little, yeah. He's like a puppy. He is like a puppy. Um, Throw him into a river. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Harris. I just. I want to get to a place where I enjoy him. Right now, I don't. I just no. find him, like Shaq was saying, like he's just like always mm. so much energy. And I'm like, just chill out. Like, you're just I so. Saw one episode it was on, was it Unseen Bits or was it something else where someone called him Harrison and he got very uppity about it? Oh, did he? Oh, that must have been Unseen Bits. I didn't see that. Don't call me that. Don't call me that on TV. It was to David. And poor David was like, I met you four minutes ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he said, don't call me that on TV. Yeah, now, I, I don't know if he was being like very, very aggressive about it, but it was just weird. Weird. Like. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. Just weird energy from him. Weird energy. Um, Tom and Zara have a very quick sidebar. She's saying that uh, she doesn't usually get immediate sexual chemistry, but she definitely has that with Tom. He's saying he's really happy and that it was the right decision and she's agreeing. And then the crowd get I was gonna say the crew um get a text about the pool party everyone is absolutely lepping out with their skin as if like every day in this villa isn't a fucking pool party like the only difference was there was a few uh cocktails and um was there music I don't even know if there was music like like you know you can have your own pool party literally anytime you want every day all the time I I was really hoping when they said pool party like 
I was hoping for some kind of, it was going to be like a polo net across the pool and we were going to see snot coming out of someone's nose and it was going to be proper pool, but no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the little clips that yeah. cover their nose so they can breathe. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't yeah. that. It was exactly what you think it was going to be. Yeah. Slow-mo dancing. High heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like they're all wearing the exact same clothes except for the girls put on their heels and the boys have like put a half open shirt on with their trunks that they were already wearing. Um, But That's it is... Cool. I was struck when just the kind of panning shot of the pool party. I was just like, they're all just so hot. They're yeah. so really hot. It's I was annoying, like, isn't it? I, this is just such an alien world. I know. I know. It, there's so many. Like, there's so many good looking. You know what I mean? Some of the girls' swimsuits, bikinis. How are they so confident that yeah. they're covered at all times? And I don't yeah. just see their boots. There are like all of it. Slivers of material. And I'm just like, how are you not constantly just like pulling? Do you think? Do you think they're like double knotting? Because I just get such fear when I see the little string bottoms. Like so I feel like the slightest gust of wind and they just fucking release. Just, you know, it's just such a small amount of material mm. that's, in, that's yeah. making up the crotch of the garment. That I'm like, yeah, <laughs> is it enough yeah. material? Is it enough? Do you think they use like, do you know the way like gymnasts will like hairspray down their costumes? Like maybe they're using tactics like that as well to like keep things. Because like the the bottoms have to be going up their cracks. You know what I mean? Like they have to be. I think they like that. It's more the fruit bit. Imagine, (laughs) imagine putting, imagine having to put that boob tape like on your, oh, lady. Oh, do they do that? I don't know. They must seen this on tiktok they do no but i'm just saying they is that what they're doing to make sure that they're not flashing somebody constantly wearing the perky pits or whatever it's called on their beats fucking hell Eber. i think it would be very pleasant to take off yikes anyway yeah, maybe they've got like a safety layer underneath like just in case which is fair Production just wouldn't put it in. One of them was wearing a bikini on one of the episodes, and I was just like, "How is she? How is she not constantly? Yeah. Am I out? I'm out. I have to be out. Something yeah, something. And like the up, do you know the upside down bikini tops now? The trying where they're going the other way, and you've got the classic Love Island underboot. I'm just like, listen, somebody, again, like one somebody right in. I don't know <laughs> what's going. <on. laughs> it just makes me anxious. Like yeah. when I, I'm just like, I presume that everything is just like stuck. Like there's lots of boob tape everywhere. Yeah. Like I just presume. And then they're just like clambering um, cross-legged up onto a day bed and you're like, oh God, what is something is gonna fall out? <laughs> Yikes. Anyway. Yikes. And you're in it all day as well. Like, yeah. Not good. Um it's not a life for me. Um the shells are arriving. Now, this came out on Friday night. Um, that two islanders from Love Island Australia, Jesse from season two and Aaron from season three, would, would be arriving in the Love Island villa. Did you watch any Australia yeah. ever? No. Okay. No, I don't. So, a bit of context Jesse was in season two. She made it all the way to the final. She got with Owen Murphy. Do you remember the guy, the Irish guy who everyone was like, What's the housing minister doing on Love Island yeah. Australia? Because <laughs> it was spelt the same way, and oh, Irish people are boring sometimes um but he was in there and they were together for quite a bit um Owen Murphy who was also on this podcast by the way little boast about us um she then went on and got with like a like a Aussie rules like a footy player 
and they went all the way to the final and they dated for quite a while after the show. She was a really strong girl in there because she was well able to, she got into quite a few love triangles in different situations she was in and she was well able to like navigate through that while being very entertaining and standing her ground but she also got on really well with the girls. Um, She was the one who was always taken out for dates by bombshells as well. She was that girl who was constantly being pulled pulled for dates. Um. So that was a bit about her. Aaron, season three, I didn't watch as much of, but he was with a girl for most of his time in Love Island. He had bleached blonde hair, if anyone remembers. Um, and they were together for most of the time in there. They had a couple of blips, but like he was a bit, if I remember correctly, he was a bit toxic, like a little yeah. bit, not like Adam Collard toxic, but like a little bit toxic. And he got into a few fights, I believe, with lads, like got into a couple of disagreements and, I'd say he's well able to stand his ground if a lad was making a goal for someone he was after or whatever kind of situation. Yeah. So I think they're two good ones. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything about them. So I was like, I are they, were, did they go out in the first round? Like, who, what kind of people are they putting in from other, other yeah. franchises? Like, are they very successful people? Are they people yeah. who forgettable? Like, so that's good to know. I mean, No, they were both finalists. So they were both like very popular. They made it all the way. Th- and I think they were both OGs as well. Um, so they met Jesse definitely was, and I think Aaron was. So they were both like really popular. Is this the first time they've done this that they've brought somebody from another franchise in or another? To my knowledge, I don't think any of the other franchises have pulled someone from a different and brought them in yet. Um, but I do think the conversation, and I know Fanula mentioned this on our Instagram, and I know Will mentioned this quite a lot tonight about the realities of like, and we've had a few DMs about it, like the realities of someone coming from Australia to you know I know it's South Africa but to date English people and our UK people are you going to move to the UK like is it real whatever um I think at the very least they're going to cause I think Aaron is definitely going to get to work and I I'm more curious to see what Jessie does because yeah. I don't think she's gonna be as feisty yeah. um the Islanders are working out that they're Australian because Ron confirms well they both said good day mate so I think they're both Australian um, Miss Marple over here absolutely nothing gets past him um, Jesse and Aaron are introing themselves to everybody and Jesse pretty quickly is like right boys do you want to go for a chat by the pool sorry girls um, and she's saying you guys are all so fit she's quickly given an overview of who she is now she doesn't mention that she's from Love Island Australia but I presume it comes up in this conversation um, she's telling them about her job and her life at home. Uh, he, she's saying she's a personal trainer, and Harris is like, "Oh, I could tell straight away when you walked in." Um, <laughs> she's like, "I'm a wild child, and I like someone to calm me down, but to also put me in my place." Um, she's been single for three years, uh, which I think is probably then her Love Island relationship. Um, and she's saying she sucks so much at dating, and she's asking if the lads are happy where they are. Harris is saying that nobody is really settled, that she's coming in at a really good time because everyone's keeping their options open. And Kai is like, well, I thought you were settled. Kind of jarring a little bit there with um, with Harris. Jesse is saying, if I coupled up with someone, and see, so if someone's open to it, then obviously they're not in the right couple. Um, she said she was nervous to come in, but she is liking the guys and they've made her feel comfortable. Ron is then asking her who that who she likes the most out of the lads, but she says she's got to keep it to herself. Um, but she says you're all fit know, and have good chat. Sorry, um, I know that Will the- was like jumping out of his skin because obviously he's, oh. he's single. Well, basically, yeah, he's in a friendship couple with Lana. 
and he's kind of like he's nearly like jumping over whoever was yeah, yeah, yeah. to get to her and I was just like oh well hon not a hope I mean I like, know after four minutes not a hope I know and I get his his idea of like I gotta be the first one in because when she starts building bonds it's hard to then you know but it was just yeah. like this is also the stuff that's going to make you not get picked is being yeah. like super eager and whatever um Ron is also eager he's in the beach out saying it's battling that temptation and Jesse is quite tempting Will is saying like what's your plan do you want to move to the UK like mortgage is that on the horizon like getting all her deeds she's like I, I would definitely get enough flight for a man like I'm ready to find someone Um, he's asking what boys she normally goes for and she's saying she said two boyfriends but really different Um, but she wants a best friend they are then having a chat about farms he's saying oh look don't worry about all these lads because the boys are dead personalities anyway and in the beach that he's saying farmers love Australia all the sheep and like my girlfriend was like is that not New Zealand is that not the stereotype of New Zealand um he's like hopefully for me we could get something good going and I'm just like oh just, I mean have you ever seen such quick friend zoning just with her eyes she was just like oh god no he's like no oh. honey, no because I mean well like he's not bad looking he's not my cup of tea but he's not bad looking he's but he's just ju- for context Emer stood hard by Curtis Pritchard for a long time for anyone who hasn't who hasn't heard that series just, is, to be quite honest. Keep, go- <laughs> keep going Emer keep going <laughs> I also also always knew that Dr. Alex would come good okay <laughs> <laughs> he basically saved the NHS or something I don't know he's doing something <laughs> He saved the NHS. <laughs> oh God. Um Aaron is over with the girls. He is telling them about his time on Love Island Australia. Uh, they all clearly haven't a fucking bar because none of them have watched it. He is saying that he's the king of situationships, but he's had no luck in Australia. I'm 25 oh. and looking for something I can build on. I want to build something over like the next five years, and then by 30, I want to get married. And I'm like, whoa. He was like, he's had no luck in Australia. That's a whole continent. And you the whole place. Like, that's not a, that doesn't, you shouldn't no. say it out loud. No. At some point, it's you. It's not them. You know what I mean? Like, in the oh, whole place. Like, no, babes. <laughs> none of them. Absolutely none of them. He is saying that blonde hair and blue eyes are usually his type. But his last girlfriend was brunette. So he's wide open. Uh, just not Australians. None of them. Uh, he's not bothered by the boys. He's saying, I'm going to do what I want. I'm here for me. I couldn't care less. I don't want problems. But if they do, then they've got one. And I definitely, that was kind of always my impression of him. That he was like, he get on with the boys, but if they want to start, he's happy to go. And I think that's going to be interesting with some of the... I think I could see him and Harris, like, yeah. butting heads. Because I think Aaron is naturally the, like, strong alpha male that Harris thinks he is. And I think that could... Yeah, know. Harris is, like, young and scrappy and just... And loud. I could, I could you see Jack kind of also being like, hang on a second. I don't like what's going on here. Just the yeah. way you up. Not stood up to Harris, but had a go at Harris the other time. Shut up, Harris. <laughs> You're annoying. You heard people's feelings, Harris. It was such baby. When Ron talk. was saying about just to go back a bit, when, when Ron was saying she's quite tempting, that's when I wrote wrote my ugh, Ron. Yeah. That was I think that was appropriate there. Yeah. It's disappointing when he was like, Oh, another one. 
Yeah. And I wrote Ron is moving mad, which I think is one of our phrases from last summer, was it? Oh, yeah. Mad. Great. Little throwback there for OG listeners. <laughs> yeah. Ron, when he went from mission exploration, Lana, to I'm quite tempted. I was like, I can't. I can't with you. With the flip flopping, um, yeah. Olivia is asking Aaron what type of personality he likes. And she is very much the will on the girl's side, but less kind of like, like, you know, excited child, more kind of intense eye contact. Aaron is saying he likes someone uh, loving and caring, uh, somebody who doesn't take themselves too seriously, but I need confidence. Uh, Olivia is saying, how does it feel to be the oldest boy here? And she's like, oh, well, I'm the oldest girl, so don't worry. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, hadn't really thought about it at all, but if that's your personality trait, Olivia, cool. Um, it's nighttime and Jessie is telling the girls that she's not nervous. She just wants to get out there and mingle. Um, Aaron is telling the lads that he's just going to talk to everybody. There is a terrible, terrible Edge of Seventeen remix playing. <laughs> Which just furthers this Twitter theory of like all of the songs just being remixed now. Like literally all of them are just very grim. So bad. Just so bad. Do we we don't think they can hear the music though, can they? It's just us that we can hear the music. Oh yeah, they don't hear the music. There's no music in their bar. When they're doing their fake dancing, like there's no No, music. No. They're just like, I mean, I think no, truly. People are like, oh, they're such a bad dancer. I'm like, you'd be shit too if you had 12 people around you dancing in silence. Yeah. Like absolutely not. I think Islanders have said before the only times that there's music are like the final, like ballroom dance or whatever the fuck it is, and the like the beach party. Do you know where they go to like the beach yeah, club? Yeah. There's music yeah. there, and when the musical guest comes in, yeah. Um, reminders: people get their musical guests guesses in. Um, <laughs> Lana is. It's definitely gonna be Mimi Webb. Me and Fanula were talking about this on Thursday. You're probably right. It's someone like that that's going to be like Gen Z TikTok, cool vibes. You know, I'm only aware because TikTok won't let me not be aware. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Lana is telling Jesse that she wants to get back with Ron and Jesse's like, well, then you got to, you know, fight for your man or whatever Australian version of that there is. Um, Ron is saying that his mind is fucked. And if Lana wasn't here, I'd stick it on Tanyelle. And then Jesse, she's also my type on paper. That could have been another time where you wrote, oh, Ron, to be fair. That was another. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, what is he doing? Well, like in space of a day, that man has just been like, oh, all over the shop. Oh. Do you remember when he was keen on Zara and now he's like, just yeah, totally Ron. removed her from his orbit. Just yeah. Ron. I mean, there's moving mad and then there's this and I hope it settles because I just, yeah, I don't want him to get kicked out based on. Shoddy. I, I, I think they would probably the producers, the all-knowing, all-seeing producers would, would work very hard to keep him in. I'd yeah, say. Um, yeah. I'd do their their little their little bits to make sure he's safe. <laughs> do their little producery bits with their little online friends. <laughs> and just be like, well, tonight people with the letter R aren't allowed to be complained. Oh no. <laughs> He's like, Ron, oh my God, that's so lucky for me. Wow. Backpedal a tiny bit just to say that Lana's conversation with Will. She oh, was, we're she, just there. We're not backpedaling. We're just oh, there. Go for it. Good. Um, I lo- I thought she was really funny. I thought she yeah. did it really well. Like, again, she was friend zoning him really, really well in fashion. But she yeah. was really nice to him. Her Australian accent was funny. And, and good. I thought decent. Yeah. yeah. His was yeah. terrible. But um, his was terrible. Yeah, I, I just like her. I like her a lot. I like her. Yeah. Somebody, I don't know if Ron is the man for her, but I hope somebody nice. Maybe Aaron, yeah. Aaron could 
could very easily decide I'm gonna Aaron oh Ozzy I was like Aaron who's this guy I mean maybe he said he loves blondes so that's all matters on these Although shows right girlfriend was a brunette so <laughs> true can you trust him Lana who knows um the chat you're just talking about there Lana is saying very quickly like in the nicest way possible friend zoning well she's saying you know before the night starts we should come up with a game plan for the new girl and you obviously if you're interested but I think that could be a vibe um I can wing woman if that's what you'd like let's role play and Will is like meow putty dad he goes meow putty dad <laughs> I was just like oh I don't know if you're on the right show pal but I'm glad you're here for however long you're here um they then do their kind of role playing she's doing an Aussie accent they're kind of joking or whatever um he is saying oh maybe I'll bring her to the terrace I just don't want to be too intense like whatever and she's like no 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 you're good vibes you're not intense like you'll be fine whatever but it felt like again just so natural she didn't um go into it kind of bigging herself up in that like obviously you like me like it was just very casual that like we yeah. don't work that way, but I think I can be, I think you could potentially work with this person. So I want to help you. Like, it just felt genuinely like a nice thing to do. It was nice. It was kind. Yeah. It was just, you know, she, she probably she needs a bit of help. So <laughs> trying to give it to him. <laughs> bit of charity, you know, never goes astray. Um, Aaron and Olivia, like villains, you know, yeah. giving yeah. villain vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Aaron is saying tell me all what type of guy I'm looking for and Olivia is saying someone funny I'm very dry and sometimes I can come across a bit sarcastic Aaron is saying I'm the same and some people think I'm so rude and then Olivia goes do you think I'm funny and he goes I haven't got that far yet but you're very confident you definitely caught my eye and she goes oh that's nice to know we did not expect it at all I'm happy to have you guys here and he goes just you guys nah I'm only teasing you and she's like oh god yeah I was like what the fuck was this it was that whole thing where she was like do you think I'm funny and he basically was like no and then like she was kind of like oh well that's nice like it was kind of aggro it was aggro (laughs) and I think Olivia thinks that she's like she's playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers but I think here she was playing chess and he was playing like poker it was like the two of you are not playing the same game but but she's trying to make it sexy so she's like oh that's nice it's like no he just absolutely said something rude like just weird I just want someone to break down her tragic, beautiful sheen. <laughs> oh, just and like it was, it was when she was going around. <laughs> Say again. I want them to break it down and then reveal the Olivia Atwood inside. <laughs> oh, yeah, like unmasked, like the Scooby Doo meme. Yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. Olivia, it was when she was going around last night and she was still pissy about the recoupling and she had those fucking red gloves on, and I was like, I cannot take you seriously. Yeah. When you're cosplaying as Ariana Grande, I just can't. Like, just take off the gloves. I can't. Um, Ron and Danielle are having a chat, and Ron is saying that Aaron is a knockoff version of me because he's a buzz cut, which is potentially one of the most on-trend haircuts of the moment. Um, if he sticks it on any of you, you'll have to be good enough for him to move across the world. Danielle is like, if we give each other a chance, we'd really get on about herself and Ron. And she's saying, I can't help but feel like giving you a bit more than Kai right now, but I'll still have the chats with him. And I want to put my energy into this to see how I feel before I make any decisions. Ron is saying, I still like Lana, but what we have, we get closer and closer. It's nice so far. Tanyella is saying, you might fall in love with me. Who knows? And he's like, steady on. We're a bit away from that. But like, 
he's giving her all of like the verbal indicators that she should be putting effort in yeah yeah I would kind of love to see Aaron even though I don't know he I I'm kind of afraid of him he um menacing about him and the way he was sitting in the fire pit with the bottle of champagne in between his legs I was just like has no one optics of this (laughs) (laughs) it didn't look great but um I would love if Aaron um went hard for Lana and then Ron would be like yeah second I don't like this I'd like to see that. Oh yeah, Ron. Yeah, Ron hasn't had Ron so far. Has had all the girlies love him, and he's so yeah. Cute. He's not he's been threatened. Bad. Yeah. So I oh, I would really like that, and that would also annoy like Olivia because yeah. she'd yeah. be like, "Why am I not the object of your affections? Yeah. We're both so dry and harsh on people." <laughs> so he's like, "No, you're not funny. Go away." Yeah. <laughs> like I just don't whatever. Um. Yeah, that could be a good one. Um. We're gonna. This was given a lot of attention, but I think both of us are going to have the same. I'm going to see it in your face as soon as I say, Will and Jesse are having their conversation on the terrace. <laughs> Quit no. trying to make this happen, Love Island. I just don't think it's happening. No. Do you know what it was like? It was like they were at a hen party. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it was the other way sometimes men get invited to hen parties. Will is the kind of man who gets yeah. invited to hen Workmate or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Will will be great fun at the hen party. Oh god, she's. It kind of reminded me. <laughs> and the cat is like <laughs> Will trying to get attention from literally anything. Sorry about that. Now we're back. I thought he cut off your mic there. I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, Will and Jesse are giving me like. Do you remember Doctor Alex and Ellie when Ellie came in? The first Ellie, Ellie Brown. And he was like, oh, everyone was like, oh my God, this is it. And she gave him like attention for the first day. And then she was like, no, I have no interest in you. And it was like, obviously she doesn't. They're clearly not compatible. This is kind of what I'm getting here. And they're getting to know each other. They're talking a bit about their backgrounds, talking about growing up in the country um, and like their work and blah, blah, blah. Um, Will is saying, are you close with your family? He's talking about the fact that he has an older brother who just got engaged. He's so excited about the engagement. He was like, um, I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, are you going to move here if you meet somebody? She's saying she's so happy to travel for love. He's saying you're so adventurous and what like that as well. I want to explore something other than sheep and pigs, which I thought was worded poorly. Um, in the beach, Will is saying it was really nice. I forgot that everyone else was there. I like told her my whole life story. Um, he's telling Jesse that she's a ten out of ten. She's unreal, and she's saying you're obviously gorgeous as well. And then I've written good vibes, but is it friends vibes? And I think it is. It's right. Like there's not. It's one hundred percent friends vibes. Yeah. Like, do you remember? I, I what's going to happen is, do you remember with Doctor Alex, and then every girl that came in, it was like, well, she has to be for Doctor Alex, and all these poor girls have to come in and then be like, oh yeah, I found. Yeah. I absolutely don't find, like. Yeah. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah, it's like the pre vetting or something. Remember, Doctor Alex, he did was what was the girl that beautiful girl who came in near the end and they ended up coupling because it was near the final with the Alexandra. Oh, she was stunning. Oh my god, stunning! Like she really put the work in there. She was. Yeah, but remember when they left and she was like, 
she they left and she was like i he literally just didn't give a shit about me when we left he made no effort and she was like i genuinely liked him and he just literally stopped making an effort i was like wow dr alex off saving the nhs no time for alexander anymore he's got bigger fish to fry what the fuck like i know but that i feel like will i don't i don't think will would treat somebody like that but (laughs) i know him so well um, he's got to save some farmers association or something you know like he's got to have his hero narrative at the end of this could as be well. very wrong a girl could come in and they could be loves your own dream i hope that happens fingers but crossed fingers crossed that. tomorrow night tanielle there's a game in never have i ever tanielle says never have i ever thought someone at this fireplace pit was playing a game and not here for love tom says never have i ever wanted to be in another couple then we see it flash forward. It's Ron and Lana, Olivia and Harris and Zara seem to be sat on some of the day beds. And Zara says to Olivia, do you think I flew here 11 hours to piss you off? Get over yourself, Liv. Olivia is saying, you're just trying to cause drama. Ron then says to Zara, Zara, come on, you got to understand. And Zara says, I don't need to understand nothing. I think she's being childish. I feel how I feel. And that's that. And then we see a clip of Olivia walk through the villa on her own saying she's such a bitch seemingly in tears I just don't buy that this is genuinely bubbling hostility that has gotten to this stage I just uh, this adds more fuel to my theory that they did know each other before this yeah Olivia is like I know this bitch I can't believe she's come here and started starting on me and that's why So, so you think they know each other and now they're like now they've only realized whereas I think they knew each other and they had like knew that both of them were going in before and like I think that this is all planned you think they're they're acting like they're yeah like I just they're like let's cause drama between us between each other it just seems so unnecessary and it comes from nowhere like I'm excited to see the context of this whole conversation tomorrow because the way Ron is being like oh Zara come on and everything we've seen so far is very much like Zara's in the right to be a little bit. Well, I think she's in the right to be a little bit like Liv. I like get over yourself. Like not every move I'm making is about you. Like it's just coincidence that we both like the same guy. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe yeah they did know they were both coming in. I don't necessarily think that they had a plan, but I yeah. think it was like, oh, we're going to we already know each other. We'll have to pretend we don't, but we're going to be mates. Yeah. Now Zara's come in. And started being like, you're two-faced, you're this, you're that. And Liv is like, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> Zara, all those Instagram comments we left on each other's pictures. Come on. Totally. And all over Tom as well. Like, Oh, gosh. <laughs> but like, lovely to look at. Seems like a nice guy, but like snooze. You know what I mean? I find it very hard to remember his name and that's never a good sign. <laughs> Don something I don't know David I thought he was David kind of for this whole episode oh David I wonder I'm going to check in on him now to see how he got on on After Sun Um, yeah I'm excited to see how this plays out tomorrow to see if we get a little bit more of an understanding as to what this beef is Um, but I have my hopes I feel like we're getting more conflict like this than we have so early on in any other year like bar like really early seasons you know yeah I feel like there is some there's something different in the I don't know if it's the editing there's definitely it feels different yeah it's a little bit different I don't know if they're showing more they're definitely showing more of the men talking kind of about their feelings like I don't know there's it's so jarring (laughs) (laughs) I also think as well I saw someone um 
one of the like Twitter, like Love Island commentators on Twitter saying that like the women are really elevated in their their kind of power position this year than we'd normally see. Like the women are outplaying the men 10 times yeah. over. And it yeah. that's actually so th- true. Like the last couple of seasons, we've been frustrated watching the men hold all the cards and the yeah. women kind of struggle to, you know, they had to play into the men to kind of succeed. Whereas this year, the women feel very self-sufficient and very... um. I don't know, like powerful in their stance. They don't, it doesn't feel like they're reliant on the men to make decisions yeah. to keep them there. They seem to be very aware of the options that they have at their disposal. And I do wonder, does it come back to that very first bombshell being a guy and that setting the tone of, you know, you got to fight for these relationships and you got to fight for your space. I don't know. I like it. I don't, I like that it's not the girls. Yeah, kind I, of just... I really like the group of girls. Yeah. I like watching them together. I like thinking that they're friends. Like, I'd love to see... I <laughs> Thinking that they're friends. I like thinking that they're friends. I'd always just love to see more, like, crack. I yeah. Just, a little bit more crack. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, put all of unseen bits into the main episode, but, like, just a bit. Just a, a bit little skit. Yeah. Of, or the makeup and the hair, and they're, like, touching and fixing and preening, and it's just like, oh, please. Yeah. I want someone to get, like, a nosebleed and put a tampon in their nose, or, yeah. you know, just a bit of levity. Just a yeah. bit just the constant dressing up and taking off makeup and putting on <laughs> just like I maybe I'm just too old but like, I think we're showing our age I'm the same I'm like the skincare can't be holding up to this like you know getting ready for things three getting ready to go out three three times in a day <laughs> imagine doing it for the whole eight weeks as well no. do you know what I mean every morning you're up and you get about an hour of like big sunglasses no makeup time and then you're like okay well now I'm on telly so I have to do the full glam do you remember Camilla's eyelash extension? <laughs> do you remember oh. whatever year that was? Do you remember Camilla had and they I think they 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 top up their beauty treatments much more regularly now. But yeah. it used to be like you could see the hair extension. <laughs> the hair extension. Camilla had these eyelashes that had obviously been put on before she went in. And oh. by week, you know, six, they were, I mean, it was like a crow's Oh my neck. god. Camilla. And then before her final date with Jamie, they obviously went off and people like the whole of Twitter was like, praise B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love them. Will we ever have a romance like that again? I'll never forget their first kiss. I was like, this is yeah. Electric. Like actually electric. Still together, going strong, married, two kids. Two kids. So for all you fucking haters out there, no, it's fair. It's fair. A lot of them are faking it. Don't worry. I'm on I'm on your side. I've seen, I know we've been talking for ages, but I've just one more thing. I've seen a bit of chatter online. Has Molly May had the baby? Oh, come here. I'm sick <laughs> of I am sick. If I see one more, fans are convinced Molly May has had her baby. Lads. She's eight and a half, nine months pregnant. It's coming at some time. You know what I mean? You're not fucking Sherlock Holmes out I here being like, oh, I think Molly May's had a baby. They're just... like, she had these nails on yesterday. Now she's oh. the picture where she has other nails on. They're over. She's had the baby. I fucking hate it. If I see one more fucking publisher, be like, fans are convinced. The clue that tells us Molly May has had her baby. The science of Molly May's latest Instagram that says she's with baby. Like, fuck off. She's like, she's probably had it. Like, it's she's on a clock. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, fucking Dracy Bash. Anyway, we're off topic. Maybe we'll discuss it on the stories. Uh, who knows? Ira <laughs> McLeisett, always a joy. Uh, the next time we talk, I hope we are, I hope we're in a good place. And I, I look forward to seeing where these characters are because I do, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic every year, but I think these fuckers could deliver. I think they could. 
listen, every year, week one, end of week one, I'm like, this is shite. I can't go on. Yeah. I can't go on. Yeah. And then I keep going and I'm like, guys, this is the best television ever made. Why aren't you watching? <laughs> <laughs> so stick with it. That's the moral, guys. Great to catch up with you. We will check back in in a few weeks. Let's see where we are then. Bye-bye. Thank you so much to Eva McLeisett for joining me tonight to discuss all that went down in the Love Island Villa. And thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every night and to our lovely partner Dyson for all your support in both hair care and emotional, all of it. You can find us over on Instagram at my pot on paper. Do come on over. We have the press previews there every day as soon as they're out and all the latest gossip. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and that fallout between Zara and Olivia. Very interesting. Thing we talk then.